Productivity is never an accident. It's always the result of commitment to excellence, intelligent planning, and focused effort. This is a quote from Paul J. Meyer, an American author. And in this episode, you're going to learn to create a time budget, doing the finger quotes, so you don't overspend your minutes in one area of life when it should be spent on another. Just like a financial budget, you're going to learn how to plan out the areas of your week in advance on paper. I'm Desmond, and this is your Mental Mastery Moment Podcast, Episode 66. I believe mental mastery is the greatest component to a successful life. Whether it's discovering your soul's desire, exercising self-discipline, maximizing your productivity, or silently connecting with an infinite creative source through your subconscious mind, you are here to live a life of abundance, gratitude, and love. If this describes you, join the community of like-minded creators at pdesmondadams.com. And now, let's get into today's episode. All right, before we get started today, I want to remind you that I've got another webinar coming up here in the next couple of days. Actually, a few opportunities for you to get in on this. Um, I I want you to be a part of this. We're, We're going into goal setting, and we're talking about that missing ingredient that all of us overlook that keeps us from actually achieving our goals. So if you've ever been in a situation where you set your goals, you started working towards them, and then all of a sudden it just all fell apart, you don't even know how it happened, this webinar is for you. I want you to be a part of this. This is going to help you find out what it is that's really going to motivate you. It's actually, and I know this is a big claim, but I believe if you do what I share in this webinar, you will take the work, the feeling of work, out of chasing your goals. So do it right now. Enough said. I think that's that's probably enough of a reason to get in on this webinar. It's 30 minutes and it's free and you can register right now at pdesmondadams.com slash goal webinar. Real easy. pdesmondadams.com slash goal webinar. So get signed up and I'd love to have you on this car call or car, whatever. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to learn about uh, budgeting your time. And if you're smart financially, you don't just know that you budget your known bills. You also budget in advance for the non-bill items. You don't just say, oh, the, the utility bill is this much, uh, the uh, gas bill is this much, my credit card bills, my mortgages. You've also got to budget for those items that you uh, can't predict necessarily all the time and uh, plan for it. The, those are the items that secretly take up your extra cash. In fact, I would say it's probably more important to budget for those because they're the ones where you're most likely to lose track of your money and have it just, quote-unquote, magically disappear. So let's talk about creating a time budget. Why aren't we doing this with our time as well? We do it with our money, but we don't do it with our time. Now, certainly, we will a lot time for an appointment or a meeting or or something that we need to get done. But we don't sit down before we get any of our time and say, okay, here's how I'm going to use my time this week, next week, or however far however far out you want to do this. We never do that. We never sit down. But we do that, if we're smart, with our money. So let's get this done with our time. Let's say you've got two meetings today and a call with a prospective client at 3 o'clock. You know how your day's going to work out. But what about those times in between the meeting and the phone call. What do you have planned for those? Work, right? Just all under the general category of 
work, get my tasks done. Just like with your money, your time's most likely to disappear between your calendar items. Your money's most likely to disappear in between your bills, the extra discretionary money, if you don't determine beforehand where it's going to go. This is what happened to me, both financially and time-wise, and I'm setting out now on a new project to create a time budget, and I'm going to follow Michael Hyatt's Ideal Week Formula. So I really want to give huge props to Michael Hyatt for sharing this because this opened my eyes, and he actually gives credit to some others who shared it with him or he, he discovered it through. But it's called his Ideal Week, and I'm going to put a link to it in the show notes at pdesmondadams.com slash 66, the number 66, pdesmondadams.com slash 66, and I will, I will link it directly to the article on Michael Hyatt's website. Michael Hyatt does a podcast called this is your life. He also runs the platform conference and he teaches a lot of great stuff about um, managing your life and your time and your goals and all this stuff. So I'll give you that link and he deserves a lot of props for this. So let's look through what Michael Hyatt's ideal week looks like. Michael said, first of all, I needed clarity about what I wanted my calendar to look like before I filled it up. Most of us aren't doing this. Someone fires off an email, wants to meet about a new project. We look at our calendar. We make sure that time's open, and then we schedule it. Say, hey, Desmond, I want to get together with you next Thursday at 2 o'clock. You open? Uh, Thursday. Oh, yeah, hey, man, I can fit you in Thursday, 2 o'clock. Well, maybe I am overusing my meeting time that week. I should be telling him, you know what? I don't have any time this week, but next week I can fit you in for a meeting because I've not allotted specific times for specific areas of my day. You see, doing that with your time is a lot like looking at your bank balance to see if you can afford to go out for dinner. It's not about what's in your bank account that matters. It's what's allotted for that budget item. If you say, hey, I want to go out to eat. Do I have any money in the bank? Oh, yeah, I got an extra $50 in there, so let's go eat. Well, you didn't look at the fact that you already exceeded your dining out budget for this month so now you're going to bump it up by another fifty dollars and then we do the same thing with our time we don't look to see i exceeded my meeting time budget for this week so i can't fit another meeting and even though i'm open thursday at two o'clock i should push that out to next week now you may have to go back in just like you do with your finances and say gosh i'm getting a lot of meeting requests right now because i'm doing some project i need to bump up my allotment for meeting time. That's fine, but just make sure you're intentional and you plan it out. So let's talk about spending your time on paper first. The first step, and here's how you do this, is to sit down with a piece of paper or a spreadsheet, and I'll put a link to the spreadsheet for you that Michael uses and I'm working on, and you spend your time for the week on the paper or on the spreadsheet. You spend it. You allot time for everything. So here's how it looks for Michael, and I encourage you again to go to the show notes page and get that spreadsheet so you understand better. Across the top of his sheet are the days of the week, okay? Monday through Sunday is how he does it. And then each day or even a couple of days might be dedicated to a specific project or demand on your time. Michael calls them themes. For example, with Michael on Monday and Tuesday, he has the theme of blogging and podcasting. So he does that This Is Your Life podcast. So that goes across Monday and Tuesday. Then Wednesday and Thursday, 
he allocates that for special projects. Maybe he's putting on a seminar or he's put, writing an ebook or something. That would be a special project. And that is his theme for Wednesday and Thursday. Friday's where he sets all of his appointments. So whenever somebody wants to have an appointment or meeting with Michael, it's going to be on Friday. Saturday, he reserves for personal stuff. And then Sunday, he keeps that for church and family activities. Time now. How does he work out the time? Down the left side of the sheet or the spreadsheet, he has his times of day broken down in about 30-minute segments. Each row is 30 minutes. He then groups specific amounts of time for different what he calls focus areas. For example, 5 a.m. to 7.30, Michael sets that aside for personal time. You'll see quiet time listed for the first 30 minutes every single day in there. You also see exercise every day from 5.30 to 6.30. Reading blogs and books takes up time from 6.30 to 7. And then he even budgets time for a shower, to get dressed, to eat from 7 to 7.30. From 7.30 until 6 p.m., he has blocked this as work time with one with a lunch break in there. And we're going to cover this work area in just a moment. But I want to continue on through the rest of his evening. But the work area is kind of where it gets a little more detailed. But first, let's go on from 6 p.m. till 9 p.m. He sets that aside for family, friends, and planning. This uh, area also works independent of the projects associated with that day that are across the top. If you remember, projects on Monday and Tuesday, he has blogging and podcasts. That evening time is independent of that, really. That that theme or the projects cross top, that really only applies to his work day in the middle of the day. So almost every day you'll see he has set aside time from 6 to 7, dinner with his wife. Now, this is the detail he puts in there. On Tuesday, uh, he has that set aside, allotted for friends, and then Saturday, which he leaves open. And I'll get to the open areas in just a little bit. Let's talk about how the columns and the rows, though, interact during the workday. This is the bulk of it from 7.30 in the morning till 6 p.m. when Michael focuses on his work. And that's where those themes across the top are going to play into this. Again, I really strongly encourage you to check out the example in the show notes at pdesmondadams.com slash 66 because it'll make so much more sense to you. Um, matter of fact, on uh, on the Facebook page, I'm going to walk through this with you to show how I'm setting this all up. It'll make a lot more sense. Okay, across every day of the week, Michael spends the first hour processing email. So that first hour at 7.30 to 8.30, he's processing emails. Now, some productivity experts say, don't do emails first thing, but it works for him. And that's the thing you need to remember with a lot of this stuff is you, you got to figure out what works for you. He also does emails at the end of the day for an hour, and then he leaves 30 minutes after that for planning his next day. So really, it's only the first hour in the morning and then an hour at the end of his day. And that's it for email. So if you send Michael an email, don't plan on hearing from him anytime in the middle of the day. So he's trimmed off the front and the back of the work hours, and he's left with 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Because Monday and Tuesday he's allocated for blogging and podcasting, you're going to find him blogging on Monday from 8.30 to 12 noon. Then on Tuesday, that same time is spent recording his weekly podcasts. So from 8.30 to noon, it's podcasting on Tuesday. The second half of the work hours on both days spent writing, and uh, that's what works best for him. I'm not going to cover every day of the week, but I wanted to give you that breakdown of how he does things. 
He's spending his time on paper. And again, I mean, I, I know I've emphasized this, but get that spreadsheet at pdesmanov.com slash six, six, and you will see exactly what I'm talking about. He's spending his time on paper and allocating it to the areas that he knows are the most important. And he's adjusting this and massaging it so that he knows that, man, I'm working on a new book that's going to be coming out in six months. I need to bump up my writing budget. Well, he knows that if he didn't have this time budget, he would just spend more time writing and that would creep into other unknown areas. And those areas would suddenly see time disappear, magically disappear. Well, when he sits down at his time budget, he says, okay, I need to allocate an extra hour a day to writing. So I know I can take 30 minutes from this, 30 from here, you know, an hour from here. And he knows what he's taking time from so he can adjust the expectations for those areas. This is such a great resource. And I'm so excited about sitting down to do this. This isn't your day-to-day time schedule. This is about a time budget. And then inside or, or beneath this time budget is where you put in the specific items that you're going to work on in those areas. But this this is the right way to do this. Um, so I'll share with you on the Facebook page as well. All right. Now, let's talk about those unscheduled times because he does have some unscheduled times in his ideal week. Just like with your finances, you have to leave some wiggle room for the unexpected. If you don't do this, you're going to find that your car is going to break down or something and you didn't leave yourself any buffer in there to cover a new muffler or a new fuel injector or whatever it is you need for your car. So you have to budget for the unexpected. And that's what he does with these gray areas that he leaves in there. So Michael has most of Saturday left open, a big chunk of Sunday as well. He also leaves open the evening on Wednesdays and Thursdays. So he knows he has stretching room in there, wiggle room in there. Make sure you leave time open for the unexpected. Once you've got all this done, then you can go in and do the specifics like I mentioned. If you called Michael right now and said, hey, can we do an interview? I'd love to have you on my podcast. He would tell you he only does that during the day on Wednesdays or Thursdays. If that doesn't work with you, you're going to have to change your schedule because that's his time budget. And again, everything is flexible, but you definitely have to have some rigidity to it if you're going to make this work. But everything is flexible. But he now knows that he's going over on his podcast interview times or whatever, and so he's going to be squeezing into his blogging time or whatever it is that he's, he's doing. He needs to make those adjustments, and that's the beauty of a time budget. It's the ideal week or the time budget. I'm setting mine up this weekend. I encourage you to do the same thing if, you, if you've if you got it in your time budget. If you want to talk about it, we can connect on Facebook at facebook.com slash pdesmondadams. I'm going to put up a post on it. I'll link to the examples and the show notes, and we can work it out together And we can ask questions, answer questions. We can all work on this as a community. Remember, it's a budget. It might have to wiggle, but you shouldn't have to completely destroy it to make your week work. So I look forward to connecting with you to see how you're doing your time budget, to see if there's any tricks or anything that you've come up with because, you know, he's not got this absolutely 100% perfect, but there's always room for improvement. So let's talk about a way we can kind of change it a little bit to make it work better for you or better for me or whatever. Let's connect on Facebook, 
facebook.com slash P Desmond Adams. I'm going to put up the link for this and I'll put up the example spreadsheet and we'll work through this and uh, see if we can get you a time budget and me a time budget at the same time, right? I am kind of like an accidental expert in this area. I just find areas that I have room for improvement and then I improve in those areas and share it with you. So that's how it all works. Remember also get signed up for that webinar coming up. We've got a few opportunities for you to get in on this webinar. You can find out what that missing ingredient is that's keeping you from achieving your goals. It's going to finally help you figure out what it is you really should be working towards, where your goals should be focused, and you're going to find that you're satisfied and you're filled with joy and peace. When you, It's just a, such a great thing. It's going to take the, that feeling of work away. Sign up for the webinar. I'd love to have you on board. It's pdesmondadams.com slash goal webinar. G-O-A-L-W-E-B-I-N-A-R. I should come up with a jingle for that. G-O-A-L. I don't know. I'm not good at jingles. <laughs> All right. Sign up for the webinar. I'd, uh, I'd love to have you on board with it. It's going to be a good time. And a lot of great uh, insight coming out of this. All right. Thank you so much. Get on Facebook. Let's work on your time budget as we work on mine at the very same time. Such a great resource and tool for us. Thanks again to Michael Hyatt, just like the hotel is spelt, H-Y-A-T-T, at michaelhyatt.com. If you haven't checked out his podcast, it is fantastic. It's called This Is Your Life. Wonderful. Thanks so much. May your reach always always extend beyond your grasp.